or aware of their spirituality, people begin to consider their faith, what they believe in. So we saw that fit as a church for the next six weeks here to go through some of the parables of Jesus. Parables were Jesus' preferred teaching method. When Jesus taught the masses, he usually taught them in parables. What is a parable? A parable is a form of speech. It's a story. It's a story that's told that carries an image in the story, and it teaches a message. And the reason why Jesus taught in parables is because parables were culturally relevant. The people who were listening to the parables would understand them because the imagery, because the context of the parable fit what the people understood. And Jesus, we know from Scripture, many, many people were gathered to hear his teachings. People from different backgrounds, different nationalities, different contexts, different jobs would gather to hear the teachings of Jesus. So Jesus would teach them in a way that they would all understand. And parables would reveal truth about the kingdom of God. Simply put, a parable was pulling back the veil and giving people a sneak peek into what the kingdom of God was. I don't know about you, but Google Maps to me is one of the greatest inventions ever known to mankind. Um, isn't it? I mean, we're so reliant on Google Maps now. And I don't know how technology uh, you are friendly to that, but there's something called street view. I don't know if you use street view, but when I'm going to go to a, a new place I've never been before, I pull it up on Google Maps and I make sure to preview the street view of where I'm going. I actually have a picture here of our church. So if you were to uh, punch up an address to our church on Google Maps, they could actually show you the view from the street so that way you can have a preview of where you're going. I like that. I need that. I like to know where I'm going. I like to know what it looks like. I don't like to be taken by surprise. I don't like to uh, you know, waste time by taking wrong turns. So to me, street view is like a gift because it previews where I'm going. What Jesus was doing when he taught parables is he was giving people a street view of the kingdom. He was saying, hey, in the kingdom of God, this is what it looks like. You see it. This is how you navigate. This is how you get around. This is how you live. This is how you act. This is how you treat people. This is how you forgive. This is how you love. This is how you represent me. Because in the kingdom, it looks like this. He didn't even have Google Maps. He didn't have a cell phone or, or video technology. But he had stories. And he had images. And he had context that the people could say, hey, I get that. But the beautiful thing about parables is that it was previewing what, what the kingdom of God was, which is what Jesus was bringing to earth. And it gives us that insight of saying, wow, this is how God wants me to live. This is what it looks like on the street when Jesus reigns. When Jesus reigns in my heart, this is the preview. This is what it should look like. The theologian N.T. Wright said this about parables of Jesus. He says, many of Jesus' parables are like mazes. They're designed to challenge his listeners to work out for themselves how to get to the heart of things. I love that. But sometimes the hearers simply got lost, and Jesus then provided a map to give them a street view so that they could see where they were. 
stop in Matthew 13, and this is called the Seller of the Seed, the Seller of the Seed. So that's what we've titled this message, The Seed of the Sower. It's found in Matthew 13. This is a very well-known parable. Jesus is teaching here about hearing, about being a good listener. More directly speaking, he's teaching about listening to the Word of God. The big question today for you and for me is, do we listen? Do we hear God's voice? It's a struggle I talk to people, and they'll say, you know, I've never heard God say anything to me. I've never heard God's voice. And for some people, you might read scripture where, you know, Jesus is baptized and the clouds split and the sun comes out and the voice of God booms and everybody hears it. And some people have this vision that when God speaks, that that's how it is. It's, it's some, some revelation moment where you hear this audible voice. And listen, nothing is, you know, impossible with God. He can still do that. But that's more the exception than the rule. Usually, the way we hear God's voice is in silence. Usually the way people hear from God's word is when you're going through something in your life and you feel God's presence and he's teaching you about what you're enduring. Usually the way we hear God's voice is directly from his word. It's a struggle. We all want to hear from God clearly, directly. But sometimes it feels complicated, doesn't it? Sometimes we feel like we can't hear it. We seek it. Jesus is by this body of water. He's seen people. 
shepherds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under that hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among the thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, even 100 times as much as had been planted. And here it is. Here's the words of Jesus. Jesus says, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. And that's it. The lesson's over. Some people got it. Spoke in their hearts. Others were confused. And some people just walked away. You have to remember a parable is a story and it's a preview. It's the street view trying to reveal the truth about God's kingdom. In this parable, there's two key characters here. You have the farmer, and you can also call the sower, the one who is sowing, the farmer. And then we have the soil, the soil. Now let's look at the sower. The sower was consistent. What was the sower doing? The sower was sowing seeds. The farmer was just throwing seeds. We can say he was throwing them everywhere. Wherever he went, the sower was just throwing seeds, right? Consistently sowing seeds wherever. Sower, consistent. The soil, not consistent. The soil was not consistent. It had different ways of receiving. Some seed was devoured. Some seed withered and died. Other seed was choked out. But some seed produced life. Let's talk about the farmer. The parable starts, Jesus starts teaching by saying, a farmer went out to sow. Now that seems very logical. What's a farmer's job? A farmer's job is to sow. A farmer's job is to plant. A farmer went out to plant. A farmer was doing what he was doing. Nothing shocking here. Jesus, nothing, you know, revelational about what he just mentioned here. A farmer is doing his job. But if you look at three verses earlier, we see that Jesus himself went out. So he's teaching about a person who's gone out to sow. Three verses before that, in verse 1, it says, Jesus went out that day. We see the connection that we're saying, Jesus is this farmer. Jesus is the sower. Jesus is the one who constantly throws seed, and he throws seed everywhere. He throws seed on the sidewalk. He throws seed on the shallow ground. He throws seed where there's thorns, and he throws seed on the good 
is somebody sending me the exact same service who did that building. I almost watched. Same service, same, no, same message, two different results. Preparedness determines abundance or nothing. Preparedness determines what you receive. The disciples, when Jesus was done teaching this parable, Jesus finishes, he says, let the one who has an ear hear and understand. And then he kind of, you know, gets back in the boat and goes on his way. And people are like, oh, and some people are like, oh. And then when the disciples meet up with Jesus, they ask him, why do you teach like this? Why do you do that to them? They say, hey, here it is. You're getting together. You know, you know. We should take comfort that if the disciples need a clarification, they need to walk with Jesus for three years, it's okay for us to ask Look at Matthew 13 and verse 11. They asked Jesus, why do you teach like this? This is Jesus' reply. He says, you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. And they will have an abundance of knowledge. Okay? Get that? Those who listen, those who are prepared, those who are here with hearts that are receptive, when they hear my teaching, what it's going to produce in their life is abundance. But for those who are not listening, those who are not prepared, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. That is why I use parables. For they look, but they don't really see. Other people will reject them and walk away. But Jesus.
just try to guess the five-letter word based off whoever the colors of the square is on. A, B, X, one, which letters are all, which ones are consonants, and you know, all, the, all the words have five letters, and your job is to figure them out, and your friends will try to challenge each other. You don't know what this means, but they do. And for the people who play the game, they're trying to figure this out because they're trying to guess what is the word, what, what's the word of the game, what is the word of the game for world. This is a, this is a crazy thing. I mean, everybody's into it right now. Jesus ain't playing world with you. He ain't teaching like, he ain't trying to confuse you on purpose. He's like, you know, he's constantly bearing that up. Uh, you know, they try to figure it out. Like, Jesus was saying, hey, I'm teaching because I want to know who's listening and who's not listening. Parables are about the audience. Jesus wants the whole world. Whose hearts are open to my word? Whose ears are receptive to my words right now? Who's ready to receive this truth about the kingdom right now? And the reason why our preparedness is so important is because the results differ on your level of preparedness. He says clearly that those who Those who don't hear him or listen will get nothing. Will get nothing. That little they'll have is going to be going away anyway. Are you ready? Are you listening today? Are you busy? Are you distracted? Is anybody playing world right now? Is your heart closed off? If it is, you'll walk away with nothing. Jesus continues teaching, and he, he references the book of Isaiah. Right here in Matthew 13, what he says here, Jesus is, is speaking words from the book of Isaiah here. He's reminding the disciples, look, this is what the prophet said, oh, 800 years ago, about the way I would be teaching. And it says this in Matthew 13, it says, when you hear what I say, you will not understand. He's talking about the people whose hearts are closed towards him, those who are not humble enough to receive, those who don't have an ear to listen. He says, when you hear what I say, you will not understand. See what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of these people are what? Hardened. Their hearts are hardened. Their hearts cannot understand. And they, this is so important here, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. Jesus is revealing the purpose of the teaching. The purpose of the teaching is to 
touch every heart. God can take the hardest of hearts and soften them to the point where they can help and receive the word of God. And are you making yourself available to hear from God? It's not about your ability to hear. It's about your availability to hear. So God's word has come. The sower is throwing seeds. Are you listening? When we close ourselves up to God's word, you're missing out on the word that brings healing, on the word of hope, on the word of transformation. Today, my invitation to you is very straightforward. Open yourself up to receive God's word. This might seem scary to some of you. This might seem silly to some of you. This might seem very simple to some of you. But it's how we receive God's healing by opening our hearts to the Lord that speaks. Are you listening? Can we stand together?